Hi, welcome to worship on this sixth Sunday after Epiphany. It's so good to have you join me today. Thank you. And we'll begin our worship today with the confession and forgiveness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit, that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Living God, in Christ you have made all things new. Transform the poverty of our nature by the riches of your grace. And in the renewal of our lives, make known your glory. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus came down with the twelve and stood on the level place. With a great crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea, Jerusalem, and the coast of Tyre and Sidon, they had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases, and those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured, and all in the crowd were trying to touch him, for the power came out of him and healed all of them. Then he looked up at his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry, now you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep, now for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy. For surely your reward is great in heaven, for that is what their ancestors did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophet. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Today's Gospel can be a little confusing and maybe even unsettling for us who have enough money to live comfortably, who, who came to listen to this sermon from eating breakfast, or who are maybe are already looking forward to the next meal. Or maybe you're having a good day which makes you smile. But let's look at this gospel as if we are one of the people who have come to Jesus for help. Luke describes the amount of people with Jesus as a great crowd and a multitude. The number of people hoping to get help from Jesus shows us how many were suffering. Not only were people sick, but there were people who were hungry and those who felt their lives were hopeless. They lived from day to day, wondering if there would be anything for their families or if the rulers would continue to make their lives unlivable. They worked hard for little in return, and some had no work at all. Some were cast out and forgotten. They put all their faith in this man, Jesus. They put their faith in him to save them. Imagine how happy the crowd of people were to hear Jesus speak. His words brought them hope. They heard that even though they were poor, hungry, and feeling hopeless, they were blessed 
and would find a new life by following Jesus. Jesus told them that those who were rich, who were full and laughing, would find their lives changed. This was the first good news these people had ever heard, and they were determined to continue to follow Jesus and believe in him. Although these words may make us feel uncomfortable, this is not Jesus' intention. He is not saying people shouldn't strive to live a comfortable life and provide for their families. What Jesus was telling everyone then and is telling us now is that wealth should be distributed evenly. Those who find themselves rich, full, and happy should find ways to help others. We want everyone to have that same kind of contentment. Show what, share what you have so that all may live a fulfilling life. If you haven't figured this out by now, I love to read. While I was researching for this sermon, one of the suggestions was to read a book entitled The Hidden Life of Trees by Peter Walben. Here are some excerpts from the foreword of the book written by Tim Flannery. One reason many of us fail to understand trees is that they live on a different time scale than us. One of the oldest trees on earth is a spruce in Sweden that is more than 9,500 years old. That is 115 times longer than the average human life. Creatures with such a luxury of time on their hands can afford to take things at a leisurely pace. One of the most astonishing things about trees is how social they are. The trees of the forest care for each other. Sometimes they go as far as nourishing a stump of a felled tree for centuries after it was cut down, and by doing so, they keep it alive. The reason trees share food is that they need each other. It takes a forest to create a microclimate suitable for tree growth. Because of this, isolated trees have a shorter lifespan. A tree can only be as strong as the forest that surrounds it. Well, isn't that what Jesus was trying to convey to the people? We are only as strong as the people who surround us. We all need a strong support system to help us. We can learn a lot from trees. God created trees. And maybe God was hoping that we would be as resourceful and caring as they are. God sent Jesus to help us learn to be caring people, to be like a forest of trees. Jesus saw the rich leaders continue to gather more and more money while they looked out their windows to see the beggars in the street, unable to care for themselves and their families. If Jesus came back today, wouldn't he see the same things happening now? Well, of course he would. It may not be as apparent here in Calamus, Iowa. We don't see beggars in the street, but we know there are people who go to the Carol Assistance Center for food and other support that they need for themselves 
and their families. We are a part of the Feed the Children program. We partner with the school so children can take home food on Friday and have an adequate supply for the weekend. If you go to larger cities, you will see beggars in the street. You will see people living under bridges. And it's even worse in third world countries. The further we venture away from Calamus, the more suffering we will see. Food insecurity, lack of adequate housing, and no medical care is a reality for way too many people. These problems cannot be easily solved, but ignoring them will not make them go away. Jesus is asking us to find ways to bless those who are suffering. We are the forest. How can we nourish the trees who need our help? There is no easy answer to this question, but every gesture we make will be life-giving to someone. Whether it be bringing food in when we have a food drive, putting money in the bucket during the noisy offering, or giving to the Feed the Children program, we are extending our tree roots out to nourish those around us. Maybe some of you have other creative ways to help those in need. I often wonder what happens to those children in the summer who depend on the food we give them during the school year. And who are the children who depend on the school as a safe place to be because their home life is chaotic? I also think about those we are missing because we don't know their needs and they are too proud to ask for help. And it is not just physical needs that are important. Jesus also addressed people's mental and spiritual needs. We often pray for healing for people in mind, body, and spirit. These three are so deeply connected that suffering in any one of those areas affects the whole person. We are the forest. We have strong roots that connect us to each other and to the world around us. Let's take what God has so generously given us and bless those who are looking for us for support and encouragement. Remember, a tree can only be as strong as the forest that surrounds it. Amen. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchase of God, born of His Spirit. In his blood, this is my story. This is my song, raising my savior all the day long. This is my story. 
Apostles' Creed, let us confess our holy faith. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, 
and the life everlasting. Amen. The Spirit of the Lord is poured out upon us in abundance, so we are bold to pray for the church, the world, and all that God has made. Blessed are those who trust is in you. Strengthen the faith of those who profess your name and bring reassurance to those who doubt or fear. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Those who trust in you are like trees planted by streams of water. Protect forests from destruction and restore land that has eroded after deforestation. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Search the hearts of those who govern, that they lead with humility and inspire leaders to co collaborate on policies that protect people and the planet. And be with all those in military service and their families. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Send your blessings of mercy upon those who long for consolation. Tend to those who struggle in mind, body, or spirit, especially those we carry in our hearts and those we name aloud. Jason. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Renew Calamus Lutheran Parish in our shared mission. Inspire us by the examples of Martin Luther and all reformers. And be with the committees as they gather next Saturday. May our time together be fruitful. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Christ is raised from the dead, so we cling to the hope of the resurrection. We praise you for the lives of the saints who have lived and died in the hope of eternal life with you. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Since we have such great hope in your promises, O God, we lift these and all our prayers to you in confidence and faith. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.
Go in peace. Share the good news. Thanks be to God.